Life is about giving. It's not about taking. Good life is a life of giving. And there is joy in giving. And there is a secret of happiness hidden in the life of giving. This is what Jesus said. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Abundantly. This abundant life to me, that is life of giving. Why? Because abundance meaning you're filled and it overflows and that overflowing manifests itself in giving. That's what giving is. So when you live a life of giving, you don't give out of scarcity. You give out of abundance. So you are overflowing. And then that is life of giving. Abundance is not necessarily abundance of material. That's not what Jesus is talking about. When as soon as we hear the word abundance, we are thinking of material abundance, but that's not what Jesus is talking about. Abundance, I mean, those who follow Jesus did not necessarily have abundance in material things. But we say that they live an abundant life. Abundance is a quality of your heart. It is a quality of your existence. Let me give you uh, one example of St. Paul. This is what St. Paul said. Not that I'm referring to being in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry or of having plenty and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I think that's what abundant life is all about. It's a man who lived abundant life. It does not depend on your material abundance. And you don't demand that life should be in certain way so that I feel abundant. I have a certain amount of money and house and all these things to feel that I'm abundant. You don't demand that. The true abundance is not about that kind of thing. It's overflowing. And you want to give. That's what abundance is. A few weeks ago, a person came to me and told me after the service, Reverend, if there's anybody in high sea who needs problem, who needs uh, need help, who needs help, let me know. I can help. I'm a counselor. That is the attitude of giving. She's not just satisfied with her life. Is, oh, her heart is overflowing and she wants to express that in helping high school students who are struggling. 
Your heart is so filled with God's blessings and it overflows. When you don't have abundance in your heart, you cannot give. When you are empty inside, all you think about is taking. What can I take to make my life happy? Because you feel there's something lacking in you. The emptiness inside, this empty void within you drives you to want to take more. But the truth is, that empty void can never be filled by having more. No, that never happens. If you take the path of taking rather than giving, you'll become very unhappy. The more you try to take, the more unhappy you will become. I don't know why that is the case. But I see that in me, and I see that in others. When I take the path of taking continuously, I feel very unhappy. I complain a lot. I get frustrated. And I see that in other people too. But when you take the path of giving, and all of a sudden, you're filled with joy, happiness. I don't know who uh, said it, but I, I have a habit of writing good phrases. So when I read uh, books or articles, and I write down, usually I write uh, author's name, but this time I didn't write the author's name. So I don't know who said it, but it was in my notebook. And then this is what he said, or she said. Gratitude flows from the recognition that who we are and what we have are gifts to be received and shared. Isn't it beautiful? Who you are and what you have are gifts. And I realize that. When you have that recognition, that recognition fills the empty void within you, not material things, not taking more. That recognition that who we are and what we have are gifts. When we recognize that, that empty void, it starts being filled. And then gratitude comes as a result. Then your life is filled with thanksgiving. Thankfulness. Do you realize that a big part of your life is given rather than what you achieved? But a big, important part of your life is given to you. We often forget this givenness of life. You didn't do anything and yet you have all this uh, big part of your life. The air you breathe, beautiful flowers and trees, and the sunshine that shines upon us, and the rain that blesses the land. Rain in the Hebrew word is like blessing, the same uh, meaning. The rain uh, that blesses the land. These are the things that you did not achieve. It was just given to you. Recognize it. A big part of your life is given to you. These are gifts of God. 
And also, you did not become who you are on your own. You did not. It's not all about achievement. There were a lot of people around you who helped you become who you are, to be where you are. Your parents, your friends, your colleagues, even strangers around you, they helped you to be who you are. When you recognize that who you are and what you have are gifts to be received and shared, then thankfully you share what you have. That is the life of giving. That is what abundant life looks like. You give not because you have to. You give not just because it makes you a better person. You give not because of guilty feeling. You give simply because you love to give. You love to get. That's who I am. It's kind of your statement of who you are. As you receive good gifts from life, you want others to also experience the goodness of life. That's why you share. You experience goodness from life and you want others to also experience the goodness of life. So you want to share that with them. When you take the path of taking, you become smaller and smaller and smaller. Your existence will shrink. And you become a very needy person. It's not attractive to be a needy person. Even high school students, from when you're young, learn to give. You become bigger, bigger and bigger. When you always take it, then you become smaller. You always think about yourself. That's not being abundant. That's being a prisoner. The prisoner of yourself. And I don't think that's who I am. I don't think that's who you are. You're more than that. You're bigger than that. You're created in God's image. What is God's image? God is full of blessings. God is abundant. In God, whole fullness is in God. And it all always overflows. God is all about giving. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Even his only son he gave. So that everyone who believes in him may have life, not perish. Jesus came to give us life and the abundant life. God is all about giving. We are created in God's image. That overflowing abundance, that's who you are. Overflowing abundance, that's who you are. You're much more than selfish people who always take. You are generous people who are filled with God's abundant blessings. Find yourself. Restore yourself. You're more than that, right? There was an American uh, 
psychiatrist or psychologist uh, who studied human needs. His name is Abraham Maslow. He came up with a pyramid, and pyramid at the bottom, physiological needs, because most people want it. Everybody wants it, so it's a big. But as you go up, it's a smaller and smaller, only a few people will achieve that. So physiological need, and then safety, and loving and belonging, and fame, and then the final part at the top, the peak of that pyramid is self-actualization. Self-actualization is living out your full potential. The, when you're young, uh, the, this physiological needs is predominant for the infant and children. As you grow older, from mature stage, you want for self-actualization. Self but near the end of his life, he amended, he revised this pyramid. He thought the self-actualization was at the peak, and he realized there's one more step beyond that, and that is self-transcendence. Self-transcendence is thinking about others more than your need. Other people, even nature, even cosmos. You go beyond yourself. As you get older, you learn to give. When you're younger, you only take. But as you get more mature, you give. How can you be parents without learning to give? Being a parent itself means you give. So as you grow older, you learn to give. Life of transcendence is a life of overflowing. You transcend your own personal concerns and needs and you see your life from a higher perspective. And Maslow and also his disciples and scholars, they said, joy, peace, and gratitude come from this level. Joy, peace, and gratitude come from this level. This theory, Maslow said, recently, 2,000 years ago, our Lord Jesus already said it. Very truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Hate, hate doesn't mean that you really hate it. You give up for others' sake then you will bear fruit. You don't become poorer by giving. You become richer by giving. God will provide what you need. There's nothing for you to worry about. God will give you 
what you need. Jesus said, do not worry about what to eat. Do not worry about what to wear. I'll provide you. So don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. No, not only not worrying about it, you give generously to others because God will take care of you. Without worrying about it, you just give as much as you can. That's the life that you can live. This is what St. Paul said. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance so that by always having enough of everything, you may share, share abundantly in every good work. God is provider and you become a giver. When that relationship is settled, then you're on the right track of giving. God is a provider and you are the giver. And your life will be filled with laughter. So when you give, you don't worry. Oh, what if I don't have anything? Enough. Don't worry about that. God will provide what you need and you generously, without worrying about it, just give. And then your life will be filled with God's blessings. Sometimes your giving can be taken advantage of. That's true. Some other people will take advantage of your giving. And so you have to be cautious. Yes, it is good to be cautious. Uh, once I, I met a woman on the street. I mean, she looked fine. Uh, she said, you know, I'm not poor. Uh, she said, this month, the government checked income. And I have two children to feed. I don't even have money to buy milk. And then she looks so sincere and genuine. So, I mean, nobody carries cash these days. I looked for all the, uh, my pockets and found $40. So I gave her uh, $40. And then she went home. And I realized, for two kids, she doesn't have this month's uh, check. So I went to the grocery and then with my card I packed out some grocery and she gave me the address that she said she, said she would uh, return that $40. I went to the address, there was no address. <laughs> she lied about her. So sometimes you can be taken advantage of your giving. But I hope that that doesn't destroy your spirit of giving. It's important to be cautious, but always keep that spirit of giving. There is a beauty in giving. When you start living a life of giving, your relationship changes, your family changes, your community changes, the whole world changes. Life of giving is beautiful. 